Morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick Big J, Monday, ninth day of March 2020. My name, that'd be Nick. There's Big J over there. Hey, Let's start the morning with the question everybody wants to know. Big J, did you spend the weekend not touching your face? <laughs> no, I touched my face. No, it's nice knowing you, Bob. You can't help. Oh, I can't help myself. <laughs> it's just so beautiful you have to touch it. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, when you start to think about it, you're like, man, you touch your face a lot. Well, you saw the, uh, the video of the person wanting to touch your face, and then she immediately touched her face after that, right? It went viral. I mean, I want to touch my face right now, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Smart. So smart. Yeah, uh, it's hard to do. I mean, you, you know, especially if you're not conscious about it. Even when you are, it's still hard to do. But it is one of those deals where everything in the, under the sun's getting canceled and everybody's quarantining themselves. I was thinking to myself, what a wonderful scam to just get some pretty good time off, right? You go, listen, I was at some place. I, I, I think I'm just going to quarantine myself for two weeks just to be safe. You guys go on without me. I'll take care it's of things. It's a bad idea. Uh, it's affecting uh, my... Uh my life now, though. Oh! Because uh, it appears that uh, uh, the wife was going to be going to San or uh, to Orange County here in a, a couple weeks to uh, to watch uh, our uh, her cousin's kids because uh, they were going to go on a trip to Italy. They've been planning this trip for years. Mm-hmm. Well, Italy is like Italy's ground like lockdown. Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're not getting into Italy right, right. now. So they're probably canceling their trip. And uh, boy, it's uh, it's a bummer, man. That's that's a real bummer. Yeah, dude. Anybody that's that's planning like international travel with, for the next, I don't know, I would say six months. Forget about it. I couldn't believe this. My in-laws left a couple days ago. They're on a cruise. I know. Good luck seeing them again. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, even I'm like, you know, I okay, I, I air travel. <laughs> like they're doing a good job of of keeping the planes clean and. But but getting on a cruise ship, I'm like, that's when I would say, you know what? I don't need to do this right now. Like, it's already a floating Petri dish. And then you factor in this kind of stuff, yeah. and it's like, yeah. you're and just then, asking for trouble. And then a mandatory two-week uh, quarantine. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, most people couldn't survive that. They get fired. <laughs> right. They're retired, pretty much, but still... Uh, boy, it's going to be, it's crazy out there right now. It is, and it's only going to get crazier. Just uh, just a heads up, we'll talk about some of that stuff as the show goes on today. Brian Posehn is going to call into the show in next hour. We're excited very much for that. Hopefully you're not reeling too bad from Daylight Savings Time yesterday. How did it feel today? No, not good. Dragon ass? Yep. I'm sorry, man. I am sorry. Yeah, I found myself going to bed later than usual and then waking up earlier than usual. And I was like, this isn't right. I don't like nope, it. Nope, I, like, I don't like it. But it was great, that extra hour of light. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. Learns news feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's sad, man. Sad to see a Treasure Valley tradition. Take a kick in the jeans, and after 16 years, and after this year, you can say goodbye to Linder Farms, Big J. It's been a staple for many families uh, across the Treasure Valley. You know, a big deal was the pumpkin patch. Everybody would go out there and pick out some pumpkins for your family, or, or maybe you would go to the haunted house around Halloween time. Remember Randy from Linder Farms and his commercials? Uh, but, uh, but, uh, basically- I'm Randy. <laughs> I'm Randy from Linder Farms. And, uh, and so, they are basically saying Goodbye. Uh, this fall will be Linder Farms last season. Randy and his wife, Sherry, started Linder Farms as a hobby. But now he says this is a move they've been considering for the last few years. Now that their kids have moved out, Idaho continues to grow and develop. Randy says this seems like the time to move on. 
Now, that can mean a couple of things. Maybe it's just gotten too much for him. But I would also say, I bet you that stretch of property right there on Linder Road is pretty, pretty, pretty valuable these days. You'd think, right? And so maybe he's like, listen, I got all this acreage. I'm retired. Kids are out of the house. I don't need to put together a haunted house every damn year. I'm going to cash the hell in. It's a lot of work. And go live over in some other country. Live the high life. Or live right here in the Treasure Valley. Right. I mean, maybe he's, Yeah, maybe he'll be Randy from Star soon. Right, he's Randy from Star. I'm just living. <laughs> I'll miss it. I used uh, to go to Litter Farms every single year with the kids. Uh, and uh, and have some fun and pick out some pumpkins. And, uh, and have some fun at the petting zoo. So, uh, thank you for the good memories and the good times. And I hope you and the missus have a fantastic and wonderful retirement. Whatever it is that you do. The Iditarod Sled Dog Race got underway in Willow, Alaska on Sunday. There are 57 mushers competing this year in the 1,000-mile race through the wilderness. That is the sports premier competition. You didn't see Call of the Wild Big J, but are you interested? I was right there in Anchorage a couple weeks ago when yeah. they were getting ready for the thing to start. Does it excite you? No. Yeah. Sorry. No, don't apologize. I, I never got it to begin with. I'm not sure how... Tying a bunch of dogs up and dragging you across the wilderness and putting them through hell and back is great, but I mean, I'm happy that they're having a good time with it. Uh, as of now, the NCAA is still planning to do the men's and women's basketball tournament as scheduled at all 14 sites in front of fans, and despite growing worries about spreading coronavirus. That was the word yesterday uh, on CBS from NCAA Senior Vice President of Basketball, Dan Gavitt. As far as the possibility of playing March Madness without fans, he said the advice we're getting from our experts is it's not called for. Men's tournament begins in Dayton, Ohio on St. Patrick's Day with four first-round games. Uh, don't call it that, however. I still say it's the play-in games. You're not in the tournament until you're in the tournament. You understand what I'm telling you, Big J? Yeah. Well, uh, listen, Onward's a fantastic movie, but uh, Pixar may have its first honest-to-God disappointment on its plate. As uh, Pixar movies tend to open up domestically 90 to $110 million. That's this is ridiculous. Average. This is angry. Uh, that it didn't do well? Yeah. I don't think they have anybody to blame but themselves, to be honest, because once again, I feel like we are fallen victim to poor marketing for this movie. I don't know what they were... They, was, I don't know if they thought it would just do well because it's a Pixar movie or what, but, you know, usually... I mean, think about it. Think about, like, Frozen 2, and think about, like, Toy Story 4. You were inundated. With stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. When was the last time you saw an Onward anything other than what we talked about? I mean, we, we would go to the movies every week. I barely saw but maybe one Onward trailer in front of movies that we would see. Yeah, and then, as you know, we did the review. You can check out uh, that at xrock.com the morning after the movies. Um, you know, might have been less of a kid's movie and more of, like, an adult movie. Well, you know, it's funny. I was, I, I actually, with the, I had the kids this weekend, so I watched The Incredibles again, and I was just watching what an amazing movie it is, but also, I mean, it's just like Onward in the fact that there's so many adult themes in The Incredibles. I mean, there's marriages breaking up, there's the possibility of there's so, yeah, somebody thinking about are fighting. Un, uh, yeah, uh, unfaithfulness happening possibly, possibly, and then families coming together, and then siblings looking out for each other. There's so much of that that's in Onward, and so much of it that's adult theme that the kids just like the action of the running around, but Pixar has an adult theme thing going on, but still uh, it just made $40 million at the box office. Now listen, good enough for number one far and away. Second place wasn't even close, but the, Disney and Pixar was expecting 110 domestically, and then another 70 to 80 million foreign 
uh, box office, but the total haul was uh, only uh, at 28 million overseas. And so it's 68 million for that first weekend, which is almost, you know, 140 million less than they thought they were going to make on the first weekend, which is not good. Uh, but that being said, Onward's a great movie. Go see it. Take your kids. Yeah. Go watch it. Enjoy it. I mean, uh, Pixar did not miss the mark, and other than the marketing department. But it could just be the big old machine that is Disney these days. Who knows? Uh, Invisible Man, number two, $14.5 million. Way back, the Ben Affleck movie came in above expectations. It made $8.4 million at the box office. Sonic, fourth, and Call of the Wild comes in fifth at the box office this weekend. <laughs> Mondays on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and uh, Nick, you know uh, we've t- I've talked about many times here my ineptitude of uh, getting small things done around the house, and you know what? Now it's the fact that uh, the wife doesn't even ask me for help anymore. She just goes and does it. I'm not even a concern or a willful participant. We had a faucet situation arise last week <laughs> where the uh, just, you know, the the tip of the faucet, right? It just for some reason it, we were gone. Uh, we came back and it wasn't really working right. I still think that whoever was house sitting. What does that mean, though? We had a faucet well, situation. Well, like, right? like the, the spray that comes out of the faucet. It was just weird. Like, the cap that's at the bottom, it was kind of a filter thing. Oh, like the filter came it's off. It's not a filtered so. water, but it's 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 just But, like, a, the screen yeah, came the, off the and it was screen just thing, it, it must have gotten into the um, the disposal, and, and so we're like, that's weird. Uh, and so it needed to be replaced. But you know what? I didn't ask me to go do it. <laughs> didn't ask me to go to Home Depot and get the part. Nope, they, they went and did it themselves. Well, listen, no offense, but I think she's, uh, you know, you guys have been together for a while now. She picks up what happens when she asks you to do things. And the answer is nothing. I said she'll be asked. I said she should still be asked to do it. Well, Big J, no offense, but we did ask you to hang up the pictures in the X Studio like uh, three months ago, and then they're still here. Wait. I can't raise my hand over my oh, top of my head. All you have to do is say that. I did. But no, you didn't say I'm not yeah, going to hang up these I said, things anymore. You know what? I can't do this right now because my back. No. I can't even look up. I don't know. If yes, you, I told you that. You, you keep see, I, you, these are fictional conversations. These are not having. fictional conversations. You I don't remember. You're like, hey, uh, when are you going to be able to do this? And I'm like, you know what? I don't know because I can't lift my hand over my head. I don't know. You said the last conversation we had, you were like, I'm going to bring in my drill. That's the last conversation we well, had. That's about. horse crap. I'm telling you. That is pure horse happened. crap. But see, now I know why the wife doesn't ask you because this is what happens. Arguments pertain. And so what happened? Is no, I don't have an argument with her. She's reasonable and sensible. <laughs> Did it, and well, whether she says she doesn't pay attention or not, she does. Did Is it fixed? Yes. And who did it? Well, was it me? You don't know who did it? You didn't ask? She did it. Oh, I don't, well, it could have been the daughter, I suppose, or one of the daughters. No, they're not doing anything Or like maybe that. she called the handyman into the house. No, literally, it's just one little part that they had to get. That, that they just screwed, screwed on. on. And it all works now? Everything's nominal? Yes. You're just out of the loop, dude. That's all it is. Yeah, but they don't even bother now. I think this sounds like a perfect situation for you. Are you upset by it? It's called an erator. Um, no, I, I am I. Yes, I. Yes and no. Yes, I'm upset that I don't get asked. Am I upset that it gets done? No, I'm not upset about that part. If they did ask, do you think you would have done it? Well, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Would I have failed at it? Probably not. This one seems like a pretty easy thing to do. So they don't let me do the easy stuff that I can build up confidence with. They just, you know, it's the complicated stuff, and then I feel real bad. And then uh, we got to call in Handyman Allen. <laughs> to replace a, an aerator? Is that what it is that you said it was called? 
I'm probably mispronouncing it. I got it. Well, either way, I'm glad that your sink is functional. Uh, is everything okay? Any other problems that you need to be... Well, uh, now we want to replace the entire sink. Oh, God. No. What happened? Just wait. Man, the faucet little, or the I whole mean, sink? The like, whole sink. Okay. You want a different kind of sink. What, what? Like a uh, like a deep tub kind of sink, you know? Like a, like a, what do they call those? Like a farmer sink or something like that? Or what do they yeah, call that? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. barn sink or the something? The barn sink, Where it's yeah, like it's, two deep kind of wells. Right, wells, next exactly. To each other. Gotcha. All right. Well, good luck with that. Do you have the roof I'm not doing that. (laughs) Because that is beyond my technical capabilities. A man who knows his limits. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got ourselves some important stuff. You're going to want to hold on for that. We're going to go to Florida for We're Going to Hell. And then Brian Posehn next hour. Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, it's flu season. And there's something called the coronavirus around as well and it's something that i've been threatening to do for years but maybe now is the time maybe now is the time that i stop shaking hands stop the handshake i'm a big handshake guy always have been nice to see you shake my hand put out your paw and uh and now i'm thinking maybe it's time to do away with it and there is somebody that runs the business of manners could you imagine there's such a thing what is it, the Kingsman? <laughs> and says, if somebody extends their hand, you can put up both hands like a five-year-old pretending like he's got a gun against you. Go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't do this stuff here, man. So the whole idea is, how do you get out of a handshake without seeming like a jerk? Do you know what I mean? Say, I'm sick. And that's usually what I have done before. Usually when I'm sick, it's like, listen, man, I'm sick. I don't want to pass on whatever the hell it is. I'll fist bump it. But sometimes you can say, hey, please forgive me. I have this whole thing going on. It's not a good idea. Uh, I'm trying to think what happened. Remember the first time that happened to us? I believe it was Emma with the sick puppies. Now she's a hugger with us because she knows it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the first time she met us, we went to shake her hand. And she was like, mm-mm. We don't know yeah, each other like I, that. well, I was mo- the one most offended. I'm like, what? <laughs> she just happened? put out her fist, right? She didn't say anything. She just put yeah, out her fist, yeah. like pounded. This is early on in the fist bumping, right? Era. And, and now, and now, and I think it's because, listen, I don't want, I don't want a bunch of dudes all close to me, and that's cool. Yeah. I get that too. Yeah, I don't blame you. And so you can say things like that. You can just put out the fist bump if you don't care what other people think, or you can say, like, listen, I'm sorry, I don't want to shake hands with anybody. Uh, also, if you're wearing gloves, you can keep them on and shake somebody's hand and then immediately burn them if you want to. Uh, and so there's that. Uh, but the idea, I guess, is to be as up front as possible when it comes to this kind of stuff. You don't want to do like, the, the Wuhan handshake? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't. I don't. That doesn't seem like the foot bumping. I, that's a little bit too impersonal to me. But uh, I can do the fist bump, and that might be what I do from here on out. I've been threatening it for a while. But I also don't want to seem like a jerk, you know? People come in. Well, that's, you know, whether you do handshake or fist bump, nobody's going to stop thinking you're a jerk. Oh, well, good. Then so I'm, don't then worry I'm about it. I'm fine. As, uh, as for speaking of which, the NCAA is still planning on uh, putting on the basketball tournaments as scheduled in the men's and women's side of things. They had been threatening maybe, just maybe, they'd play them all without a fan in the stands or anybody in the arena because of the coronavirus stuff. But uh, according to an interview last night on CBS, they're saying, you know what, everything's going to go forward as planned. We're good to go. So uh, it all begins on St. Patrick's Day is when the fun starts. So fret not about it. Uh, we did, We talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, for some reason, MGM is moving No Time to Die from April 10th to November. And already that's putting the studio upside down. 
Apparently, that's going to cost them $30 million to make the move from April to November, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, but the alternative would have been uh, way more costlier, with uh, theaters getting shuttered in China, Italy, France, and elsewhere over the coronavirus fears. And that's the reason why they did it, because theaters in uh, the international markets are just plain shutting down. And so because they want to secure as much box office as possible, and James Bond is a huge international commodity, as well as one here domestically, they're trying to make as much money as possible, so I guess it makes sense. It just sucks that, you know, it's not because the movie's not finished or they want to do some shooting. It's just because they want to make as much money as possible. Well, yeah. And so they have moved it, which sucks. I mean, that means you have to wait seven months for something that's complete. Uh, trust me, I, I don't want to wait. Uh, what are you, Paula Cole? Uh, I don't want to wait. Uh, obviously, they're doing the right thing by uh, fearing for public safety, according to uh, Barbara Broccoli, who is the producer for No Time to Die. Uh, and so she thinks that this isn't the first movie, or it is, while it's the first big movie that's going to be moved because of the coronavirus, she thinks it won't be the last. She goes, don't forget, at the end of the day, movie companies want to make money. And right now, in the international market, it is not a good time to do it. And maybe Pixar's going, oh man, should have thought about that. But who knows? Everything could be moved for several months. It could be a very quiet time at the box office here soon. But now you have to wait till November to see some Bond action. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Jacksonville, Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Oh boy, again. In, in a story that is somewhat relatable to my life. As you know, uh, my, my oldest just turned 13. Just made his foray into a teenage world and is in middle school and uh, is there in, in attitude and everything and has been for a while. You know, it's the equivalent of when uh, you ask him to take out the garbage, it's like I might as well be asking him to uh, remove his fingernails from each one of his hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just everything is the end of the world and he doesn't pay attention to a lot of stuff. <laughs> Very aloof. And so I can see something like this happening in his world as we, uh, listen, as we all were when we were teenagers, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, when we hit 13, 14, 15, uh, everything was impossible to us and we couldn't be bothered to pay attention, all sorts of stuff. And so there was an incident that happened at Highlands Middle School in Jacksonville that was pretty serious. It was a, a school assembly. You remember those, Big J? Yeah. Pep rallies, maybe even, if you will. Uh, where it gets a bunch of people together in the gymnasium, you know, and you all have a, a little uh, sis boom or an announcement that was talking about something that was important that was happening. And you're all together in one big room. And yep. so all these middle school students were in the gymnasium. And then, uh, you know, they were kind of, as teenagers are prone to do and kids are prone to do in middle school, not paying attention to whoever was speaking, right? And so uh, one of the kids thought somebody else had a can of Axe body spray. You know, Big Jade, the cool body spray that makes people do cool things. Yeah. According to the commercials. Exactly. And makes you smell good, question mark? I don't know. I've never used it. Does it work? Do you like it? I mean, I've never used it either. No? Not a body spray fan? No. Uh, and so uh, this kid grabbed the what he thought was a can of body spray and started spraying it all over himself, as you're prone to do with body sprays. Uh, but spoiler alert, it was not body spray. What do you think it was, Big J? Oh, it was probably pepper spray. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Uh, it was a big old bottle of pepper oh, spray. Oh, man. And so, Clear out the room. Right. He accidentally sprayed, actually sprayed himself as he was as if he was applying Axe body spray, which, if you watch the commercials, seems like it's pretty liberally spraying it all over the place, right? Yeah, that's what I gathered from the kids. And so, uh, obviously, you know what happens. That stuff gets in the air. Uh, it gets, starts making people sick. 
They start puking all over the place. Their eyes start watering. They start burning and screaming. All sorts of stuff happened. End of the day, 41 students had to be taken to the hospital because of minor injuries and needed to be treated for this particular can of pepper spray going off. So now the school says, listen, we're, we're taking it very seriously, but also, quote, we're dealing with students here. So we know how it happened. What we're trying to figure out is... Where did the can of pepper spray come from? Who was supposed to? We know who sprayed it. We're trying to figure out where he got it from. And then also why somebody was bringing pepper spray, not only to school, but also to the assembly in the gymnasium. And so all these things are legitimate questions that probably should be asked and answered. Whether they get down to the bottom of it, I don't know. But, you know... Having somebody, a 13-year-old, confuse a can of pepper spray with a can of body spray seems actually pretty plausible for me. Agree or disagree? Very, very plausible. Unless the can said pepper spray on it, like a gigantic, huge, like, cartoon uh, kind of font yeah, going distinct, on. Yeah, distinctly different. Right. You would think so, too. So I, I would like to think... My, my heart leans towards this kid did it on accident. Also, if he did it on purpose, I don't think he would spray himself. Does that make sense, too? Like, if you oh, knew right, it was pepper yeah, spray, yeah. you wouldn't go, let me spray it Unless all Unless it was a dare. Right, right, and even then. Or, God forbid, a new TikTok challenge. <laughs> then we're all doomed. All of them. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next... Our friend Brian Posehn calls into the show to talk about his new album, Grandpa Metal. We'll even play a track off it next, and we'll talk to him next, too, on the X-Rock. That is comedian Brian Posehn. song is called New Music Sucks. It's his take on the world of new music. Good stuff. You can find it on the new album. It's called Grandpa Metal. It is in stores now, and it's got a bunch of guests on it, including Scotty and of Anthrax. Uh, some guys from Fall Out Boy help out with that song, actually, which actually makes fun of them in the course <laughs> of it. It's got uh, a bunch of great guests on it. We're going to talk to Brian as he joins us on the phone right now. Brian, thanks for getting up early and talking about Grandpa Metal. It's good to hear from you again. Uh, I see the names on this album and all the guests that are on, and I imagine it was probably pretty fun to put together is that true yeah absolutely i mean it's still surreal to me that i got everybody to sign on to you know especially on some of the ridiculous things i had people do so uh yeah i still can't believe i got all those names on there yeah and uh, the best part is that they were into playing along with with it uh, and i'm talking about uh you know uh, the fallout boy guys and and just you know making fun of themselves a little bit is it, is always a good thing everybody kind of did i mean i had the guys from testament and exodus singing on you know take on me this ridiculous pop song from 30 something years ago so yeah the whole record was a lot of me just calling in favors and and uh you know but my friends there most of the people i used are my friends there was only one or two names on there that i didn't know that i had to you know have like my producer reach out Everybody else was like me personally calling in favor, so everybody knew what they were in for. Uh, we've had you in studio before. We've talked about your long history with metal music and how important it is to you. This isn't your first foray into dabbling into metal on some of your albums, but uh, what does it mean to you to have like a, an album like this out, and how cool is it to, to be with those names? Well, it's a thing I've wanted to do for a while, you know, when I, when I like you said, dabbled, when I'd done the, you know, the one-off songs. There was always the idea of let's do a full record that you can just sit down with and, you know, a full cohesive metal comedy record. And then I spent a bunch of time working on it. So it, it's, 
it was uh, it's really uh, you know it feels great just to be done with it and also finally talking about it and there's a lot of levels to it where I'm I'm pretty in a pretty good place pretty happy that it's finally out there. Yeah, you know, and, and I got a little emotional, and my heart got happy, too, to see uh, Jill Janice on a couple of these tracks. God, I love one of them. Um, you know, miss her and just, uh, you know, her voice and, and just an amazing, amazing artist. And it was great to be able to see and hear, hear her, man. Absolutely. You know, and she was a friend, and, and uh, it, you know, I was heartbroken when she left. And, and uh, but, uh, but knew that I had these two songs that I was actually listening to had been listening to a, a track that she had done for me when I got the news that she was gone. And, yeah. and uh, you know, the, but the bittersweet thing is now I can share these songs I've been sitting on for a while. What's the other one that she's on? Is she on the uh, Grandpa Metal song as well, or Take On Me? No, Take On Me? Goblin Love, which uh, she did Take On Me, which, you know, she makes the choruses just, right. they, they sound insane. And then uh, uh, we did this song called Goblin Love, which was uh, always going to be a duet. I wrote it for her um, because I also knew she was funny because she was my friend. So I knew <laughs> she could play a goblin. And, and I just wanted, I had this sketch idea of like, like write a, like a black metal song about two goblins falling in love and then make it a, it's actually a goblin dating app. <laughs> Brian Posehn joins us. He's talking about his brand new album, Grandpa Metal. It is out now. I actually uh, saw and picked up one of the vinyls that's at the Record Exchange in downtown Boise. If you want to uh, grab it there, you certainly can. Uh, Brian, you were just in town, man, doing stand-up not too long ago. You're still on the road yeah. doing that as you're kind of doing this. Is it is it a lot to do it? or is it a little record shop, too. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, I am. I'm out perpetually. Like, whatever I'm working on, if I'm working on a sitcom or if I'm writing or if I'm, you know, whatever I'm doing, even now touring this record, I'm also out yelling my fart jokes into a microphone on the weekend. So. <laughs> You're keeping That's busy. That's my main game. That's my main bread and butter is fart jokes. And now we have to ask, because we're fans and we know you are too, dude. It was so great to see you pop up in The Mandalorian. Tell us about oh, that God, experience man. and how cool that was. That one. Yeah, it's so many of the cool things I've gotten to do, I've just landed on my plate. I don't even know how they got there, you know, and that was one. Well, I mean, I know how this one, how I got the job, but I'm still, you know, I'm still kicking myself. That's a, It's a nerd dream that I didn't even know I had. Like, you know, you don't think when you love Star Wars your whole life, you're not like, I'm going to be in Star Wars one day. Like, I've never, ever, ever had that thought. And, like, to have them go, Hey, do you want to play a, a Uber driver? You know, on an ice planet. And I was like, absolutely, Let's do that. It was awesome. I, yeah, I laughed, and it was great because it was the first episode. So I mean, uh, but right, no, but, and I, I love that I'm in one of the first scenes. You know, me and Horatio Sands. So it really sets up the tone of the show that he did. You know, Favreau used so many comedians in this thing. The fact that we got Bill Burr as a you know a, a bounty hunter also. Uh, it was. It's great. It's good for uh, good for nerdy comics. Although Bill Burr could give a crap about Star Wars, which is uh, I think pretty funny to me. <laughs> we yeah. met at a party and we had both just done it, and he's like, "You love it, right?" And I go, "Yeah, dude, I'm obsessed." And I'm like, "You don't care, right?" And he's like, "No, man, I hate this stuff." And I was like, <laughs> 
Oh, Brian Posehn joins this. Scrap of Metal is the album. It is out in uh, stores now for you to pick up. You can also check out his website if you want to uh, get some pretty cool stuff going on there. What's on the agenda, man? Now that this thing is done, do you see yourself making another album, or has this itch been scratched? No, I definitely want to do more. I mean, I immediately had more song ideas after this was done, and, and there were a couple of things we didn't get to do on this. And I, I hope I don't take six years to do the follow-up, but uh, I, I, I want to do more down the road. We're doing a couple of videos currently, so they'll come out. You know, I'll play this record for a while. might do a, a version of touring it where Scott Ian and I go out and do spoken word and then play a couple of songs at the end. And then uh, hopefully get back in the studio at some point. Well, you better bring that to Boise, Brian. I'd love to. Uh, yeah, man. I always have fun there. This town loves to rock, too, man. We would love to uh, to have you in there and see you do some stuff live for sure. So thank you for making time for us this morning, man. It's always great catching up with you. Hopefully we'll talk to you soon, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Something that probably shouldn't surprise you as we get into some important stuff brought to you by Carrington College. Still realizing your full potential? Do so with Carrington College's diverse range of affordable in-demand certificate and associate degree programs at their Boise campus. Focuses on healthcare-related programs, and you can pretty much wrap those things up anywhere from 3 to 19 months. If you want to learn more, visit carrington.edu for more information. But there are some companies, because of the coronavirus, that have issued a mandatory work-from-home policy. Do you understand? Yeah. Uh, And so it could be an issue. But one of those things that maybe was unforeseen, Big J, is a little thing we like to call the Internet. You know, because everybody has got the Internet nowadays and you're logging into work with a little thing called VPN in some cases, uh, that could cause some difficulties for the Internet's infrastructure, especially here in the United States. Because believe it or not, from a countrywide standpoint, we don't really have the best <laughs> Internet available. You understand? What? Yeah, oh yeah, we're like ranked like 11th in the world when it comes to speeds and Internet setup. Well, you have to take into consideration the, um, <laughs> you know, the distance. Right. For a lot of uh, places. I mean, it's just hard to be close to a hard wire. The the other part of it is, that's exactly it, uh, is we use uh, what what many call an antiquated copper wire network. Uh, and that would be the ones that are worst affected and could see what they like to call a data bottleneck, Big J, which is never fun. Lisa Pierce says that the weak leak in the chain where the system could get overloaded is going to the home broadband network. You're going to run into some congestion, just like a highway, And it's going to slow things down a little bit, so be prepared. If this thing continues and more companies demand people work from home, you're going to see a little bit of a lag in some of your internet connectivity in some cases, especially during peak hours. So something to be cognizant of and another effect of this thing that is happening. Plus, then just wait until our computers get the coronavirus. Listen, if your computer starts to develop a fever and a dry cough, you got a real issue, my friend. And it keeps touching my face. That's because you rub your face again. As of now, the NCAA is planning to play the men's basketball tournament as scheduled for all 14 sites for the men's and women's basketball championships that are coming up later on this month. There was some talk that maybe they'd be playing in empty stadiums because of the coronavirus. But according to Dan Gavin, who had an interview in CBS yesterday, they're like, nah, we're going we're gonna to go forward as planned. So keep it going. All the fun begins on March 17th with the first round games. 
This is good news for me. Amazon is rebooting Kids in the Hall for their Amazon Prime series. Oh, just for you, not the rest of us? Well, I was going to ask, do you have oh, any kind of Kids connection? I love Kids in the Hall. That was my first real foray into sketch comedy because of Comedy Central. Saturday Night Live was on a little bit too late for young uh, Nick, but when I was like eight, nine years old, the Comedy Central or Comedy Channel back at that point, or maybe it was even Ha, for God's sake, was running reruns of Kids in the Hall. And I became a pretty big fan of it. And still reference it to this day. Uh, but the good news is they're bringing back all five members of the comedy troupe. Dave Foley, Bruce McCullough, Kevin McDonald, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson. And be they've great. been doing some live tours the last couple of years as well. And now they're going to bring it back for some new episodes on Kids in the Hall for Amazon I think we, Prime. I think we've talked to Dave Foley, haven't we? We've talked Way to back. Dave Foley, we've talked to Bruce McCullough, and we've talked to Scott Thompson. Wow. We've talked to three of the five. Uh, we've missed out on Kevin McDonald and Mark McKinney, but uh, three of the five have been on the show, probably because we're both big fans. <laughs> it's part of it. But uh, if you get, I, I'm, I'm trying to think if the old episodes are streaming anywhere. Have you? I have not looked it up. I haven't, so, I haven't seen any. So if you get a chance, there's some good stuff in there. There's some weird stuff in there to be sure, but there's some really, really good stuff in there too. Yep, and the Pop Culture Smackdown brought to you by Carl's Jr. Feed your happy with a crispy wheel of cheese, a charbroiled Angus patty, and boom boom sauce. A new BFC Angus Six Burger from Carl's Jr. is here for a limited time. Nick, I don't think it gets much bigger than this as far as prize go for Pop Culture Smackdown. Because Friday at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. Saturday. Is it Saturday? I thought it was the 13th. It's the 14th. Oh, whew. somebody was wrong somewhere they saw. All right, Saturday then, Tool is coming. And we have your tickets, so that is what's up for grabs here for Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, if you want to go to Tool uh, this weekend, <laughs> then maybe you need to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. Big J, is it going to be hard or easy today? Um, you know, I don't. I never know because of the first question. If, if you get this first question right, you might. It might be difficult. Let's see. Good morning, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, buddy. What's your name? Jeff. All right, Jeff. Good luck. In which Star Wars movie does Darth Vader reveal that he is Luke Skywalker's father? Uh, crap. I'm not a big Star Wars person, but uh, let's go with Rise of Empire or whatever. The Rise of the Empire. You're wrong. Mm, nah. Sorry, man. I Maynard mean. Maynard would know this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why I based all these questions. Does Maynard know the answer? Combining some titles there, too. Hello, the X. Rise of the Empire. Not a Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Here's Big J's question. In which Star Wars movie does Darth Vader reveal that he is Luke Skywalker's father? The Empire Strikes Back? Yep. Right. Luke, I'm your father. Uh, Nick, who won an Oscar for the theme song for the movie Shaft? Uh, Isaac Hayes. All right, there we go. I didn't know for sure if you'd know that. Uh, What is a meteorologist study? Weather. Weather, exactly. Nick, Matthew Gray Goobler played Dr. Spencer Reed on this popular drama that just wrapped up its final episode. Uh, Grey's Anatomy? It is not Grey's Anatomy. Wrong. Final episode? Yeah, final well, episode. N- give me the name again. Both Gre- names? Matthew Gray Goobler played Dr. Spencer Reed. Dr. Spencer Reed. Uh, no, I have no idea. Do you know who it is? Uh, no, no idea. Nope. 
Uh, it's Criminal Minds, Nick. Oh, that explains Right. I watch good stuff. Congratulations, man. Oh, oh, you got only yourself. a good show for 15 years. <laughs> I just like to make you upset because I know you like that show. Uh, you're going to go to Tool, dude. Congratulations. Yeah. It is happening Thank on you. Saturday. Well played, sir. Hang on one second. We'll get with those Tool tickets, Good news dude. for the Treasure Valley. All questions about Criminal Minds this week. I will week. promise you I'll get them all wrong. Do some studying. No, no. Why would I watch that show? Coming up in a few minutes, we got yourself some headlines. That is next on the X-Rock. For headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It's your place to start your next new used car venture, courtesy of Team Mazda Subaru. Always updating their inventory, payment calculator, and the Fresh Start credit button all right there at one stop. GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Sounds awesome. Jesus, guys, and maybe too real. Jesus, guys! A woman in North Carolina recently celebrated her 100th birthday in a very strange way. She was arrested and taken to jail. Friends and family were gathered to celebrate when Roxborough police arrived and accused the 100-year-old woman, Ruth Bryant, of indecent exposure during a recent visit to the Roxborough Fire Department. See, it was all just a prank put on by her friends and family. Oh, and then she, she had a heart attack. She never oh. was arrested, and so she joked that would be her best present ever. And so they showed up, and she was able to check something off her bucket list, going to jail in handcuffs. Of course, they didn't let her know it was a joke until after she was in there. So, yeah, you risked really probably murdering a 100-year-old woman. Yeah, I mean, they're probably the family like, listen, she's like in good condition. Her heart's pretty good. I mean, Until you slap on those <laughs> cuffs. Right. I mean, and listen, if you're going to make it a joke, make it something that's a little bit less, like, weird than indecent exposure, right? Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, like, I mean, that's... Like, if you, if somebody comes in and says, you're under arrest for indecent exposure, you're immediately thinking, wait, what? Also, sex crime? What? What? No, huh? Dude, it would have been better if they just planted some drugs on her. <laughs> Is this your Coke? 100-year-old Ruth Party Bryant? for everybody! Yeah! That's, that's a 100-year-old birthday party you want to go to. <laughs> Sounds awesome or maybe too real? Maybe too real. Uh, police say a man who was scheduled to be part of a Revolutionary War reenactment at a school in Massachusetts showed up hammered. 60-year-old Dennis Kamie showed up 30 minutes late to even uh, to the event on Tuesday. He was unloading boxes from his car when he was asked to leave because he reeked of alcohol. Police responded to the school and questioned him about his alcohol consumption, but he said he only had a coffee. Nudge, nudge, Irish coffee, Big J. Oh, that's got alcohol in it. Police noticed he had some uh, vodka in his pocket and also some whiskey in his car. He took a breathalyzer and blew a .2. That's uh, well over double the legal limit. They also found a fifth of liquor and a tall Budweiser can in a cooler in his car. Partying. The judge had ordered him to submit to a daily alcohol screenings and wear a alcohol monitoring device while his case is pending. That being said, I'm guessing a lot of people that fought in the Revolutionary War were also probably pretty hammered when it happened, right? I mean, listen, I there mean, was I... no, there was no like standing in line and regime kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It was like show up, get dressed, have a nip or something, and then just go crazy. So sure, maybe that's what happened. But you can't do that when you're trying to do this stuff for a school. That's not cool. We want to lay off the, the alcohol and then, you know, hit it after noon or something. Uh, wrap it up with sounds awesome. Is, is this a miracle or a problem, Big J? Residents of the small village of Sicily in Italy say the taps in their home were dispensing red liquid instead of water on Wednesday. 
and many said the water tasted like a locally produced wine there in town. Officials at the winery say technicians investigated and found a technical fault that caused wine to leak into some water pipes. High pressure of the wine leak was enough to displace the water in the pipes, causing wine to actually enter the water supply and come out of the taps in the village. The local water board dispatched people to fix the issue and once again bring fresh water through the pipes. But some residents told local media they bottled as much as the wine that came through as possible before the flow returned to normal. So why? Free wine, Big J. Let's get hammered and reenact the Revolutionary War. What do you say? Sounds like a plan. All right. Hang out with uh, Mr. Comier. Let's get it done. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You've heard us talk about it. You heard us give away tickets for it. It is March Madness Week, specifically here in Boise, because it is Big Sky Conference Tournament Week. It is an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio Tom Wistersill. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for coming in, Mr. Commissioner. It is good to speak with you. Good to see you again. Thank you for coming back to Boise for year number two, too, of the Big Sky Conference Tournament. Well, we're so excited. I mean, March Madness, wouldn't, you know, God darn, what a great time of year it is. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, no, we're really excited. Excited to be back. We had a great first year here in Boise. The people were great. The arena was great. Uh, downtown area really embraced us, and we had, you know, just a, a lot of interaction with the, with the, the public. And uh, so we had a great week, and really looking forward to getting this week started. And the game start today. So let's get at it. Yeah, exactly, right at it. It is. And men's and women's are going to be taking over CenturyLink Arena for the entire week leading up to championship weekend. It's going to be a whole heck of a lot of fun. And you know, sometimes year one, it's about getting comfortable, getting situated, figuring out the new digs now you're two you're kind of you know how things are going to roll now it's about kind of getting hitting the ground running and making sure everything is good to go right no exactly exactly our staff's worked really hard really proud of them uh, getting ready for year two lots of little things to fix no real big things i mean the arena is a great spot for college basketball it's loud it's intimate uh, it's a great place for families to come watch basketball and uh, so we start 20 games in six days starting today and uh, so it's it's exciting you know we're one bid league so both men's and women's basketball this is everything they have to play for is to try to to be that team that's cutting down the nets the women's uh, championship game is friday men's championship game is saturday and uh, so we look forward to a really great week here in year two and maybe if you're not paying attention you you've got a couple of great great basketball teams both on the men's and women's side uh, of the ledger i mean montana state running away with things in the women's side and they are the favorite for sure but you got a couple of teams really hot going into the tournament on the men's side as well so it's one of those things where really anybody could win these things that's the beauty of match March Madness. Oh, exactly. You know, I mean, it's a neutral site. Mm -hmm. You know, anything can happen on any any given day. That's why they play the games. But you're right. Montana State's women uh, have certainly taken care of business and been our best team by far on the women's side. On the men's side, you can make an argument for five, six teams. Yeah. Probably have a legitimate shot to win it this week. And who knows what's going to happen. That's what what March Madness is all about. And uh, I think everybody's zero and zero right now, right? That's what their record is. That's coach speak right there, right? (laughs) Oh, you know, who's got to win one game at a time you know and so but that's but that's real yeah. and i think for our student athletes that's what it's all about and they're excited to get going you As, know go ahead Jay. i was gonna say just uh aside from the basketball too you know it, it's such a family orientated 
um, tournament, you have so many things planned that, that include uh, the kids coming out and getting in there so that there's always something going on that just is a little bit more than just the basketball. Well, absolutely. There's a couple things we're really proud of. One is we've had a number of our teams uh, become pen pals with uh, elementary school kids here in the Boise area, and that really helps spread the word about what it means to be a college student athlete and, and for these kids to, to come to the game. And uh, Wednesday, we're going to have a number of them uh, at the arena uh, to, to watch those teams play. And, you know, it's, it's such a family-friendly event, and that's that's probably the, the number one message to the public out there is, you know, $10 is the cheapest ticket for women's games, 13 for the men's games. And, you know, if, if you're at home and you're looking for something to do with your kids, just bring them on down and, and let them have a look and see what Division One basketball is out about, all about. Whether it's girls or boys for, that you have at home, it doesn't matter. Have them come down, have them interact with our students, get, get a chance to watch it. I promise they're going to be impressed. There's a lot of interactive stuff for them to do out on the Grove Plaza to participate in, lots of fun things, and then come on in the arena, watch some basketball, and just really enjoy a, a family day. They do a great job at CenturyLink Arena, and the Grove there is perfect and i promise they'll have a good time encourage them to come down and be a part of it i always say man the the early days of these tournaments are are some of the funnest because not only are you getting to see some really great basketball but also i mean there's multiple games per day that you're able to get and one one ticket gets you in for the entire run if you want to check it out so it's a great deal too exactly our you know we go we have five games on wednesday Mm -hmm. um which our staff is just wore out by the end of the day (laughs) but uh, for the basketball fans i mean that's fantastic i mean what else what else do you want to do if you want to sit and watch basketball all day so you know it's all building up to the championship certainly but like I said when you're a one bid league and it's one and done for everybody in this uh, in this tournament um, it leads to a lot of excitement and uh, the fans are into it obviously the players are playing so hard and uh, it's it's a great environment Indeed. yeah that's what March Madness is all about and uh, you know again we're giving away tickets here all week long we will here on the X but also if people want to purchase their tickets and go check out some of the action what's the best place for them to do that yeah big sky and Boise.com is a place to go and uh, it's got all the information on there all the schedules and and everything it'll help you make those decisions about when to come or what team you're cheering for and who's who's making it through the tournament uh with the bracket and everything there but uh again it's all about us us creating a great atmosphere people to come down and enjoy and have a great day with their families and come cheer on their squad go ahead i was gonna say plus we get a chance to uh have the inaugural uh class of uh the big sky championship the big sky hall of fame yeah no great uh, great point we're really excited about that Saturday morning, we're going to put in our first ever Hall of Fame class uh, down on the Grove there at, at the uh, uh, at the convention center right next door there, uh, the Boise Center, and it's going to be really exciting. We've got uh, a class of 14 uh, going in. Uh, Damian Lillard, obviously a well-known uh, name. Uh, Jan Stenerud, who nice. those of us of a certain age remember as such a great <laughs> kicker. Jared Allen, who was terrorizing quarterbacks for a long time, played at Idaho State. Yeah. And uh, Stacy Dragilia, who's, who everybody knows here in Boise. Mm-hmm. So we've just got a really Really great class of people going in. There's information on that Big Sky in Boise about it. Tickets are available for people to come down and and get a chance to meet those greats and uh, to be part of the first ever Hall of Fame. We've got a great tradition and history in the Big Sky Conference. We're proud to be here in Boise for the tournament and really proud of what we're able to do with this Hall of Fame and honor those student athletes who have done so well. 
It's really awesome that you're you're putting that together again. That's Saturday. Uh, we're going to be out there on the Grove broadcasting live on Friday afternoon, getting people ready as well for some games from three to five, so you can come on down, win some stuff from us. And and like last year, I remember you guys had taken over the Grove and had so many cool, interactive, fun things. Whether you're going inside to the games or just passing by, there's just so much cool stuff to do while you're down there. You've really done a great job making it an experience and not just a bunch of games happening inside of arenas. So congratulations. Yeah. Well, thank you. And and again, that's what you want. You want that full experience. People talk about the driveway to driveway experience, right? That's the nice thing about Boise. It's easy to get downtown, easy to find a place to park. You can come do a bunch of things, assuming the weather's nice, which looks like it's going to be beautiful yeah. all week, and uh, get a chance to come down and do all those interactive games, go in and watch some Division One basketball, uh, be a part of something really exciting, and enjoy a wonderful day, and, and uh, certainly not break your wallet on it either. And uh, So we encourage everybody to come down, be a part of year two, as we build it bigger and better. One more time, the website of people want to grab their tickets. BigSkyInBoise.com. Hope to see everybody downtown. Keep listening for your chance to win them as well, but it's always nice to welcome in Tom Wister. Still, thank you very much for coming in again. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Always good to be here. Big J on 100.3 The X. Got a great morning after prize package here this morning with tickets to our free X show, which is happening on March 29th at the Knitting Factory. The Blue Stones coming into town. We've got Royal Bliss, Stone Profit, and Abrupt Edge, all brought to you by Corwin Ford. And then we'll get you tickets to the Big Sky Conference Championships uh, prevented, pr- presented by My Place Hotels. We've got the uh, pair of uh, Women's Session 1 first-round tickets. That's happening tonight. Uh, Tip-off is at 2.30. It goes all afternoon. You get to go to all those games that you have these tickets, so we'll get you hooked up. 208-287-1003 if you want this prize package. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has worked diligently and hard to put together three clues that point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, look at you. Basketball, rock, how about a combo of both? Just several days apart. Rock ball! Hello, the X. <laughs> Hello, the X. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, man. What's Good. your name? What's your name? Oh, no. Oh, no. Your phone. A, yeah, it's a, your name is blank? Jerry. 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 All right, Hi, there Jerry. we go. Here we go. I tried to step in to replace Arnold in the reboot of Conan the Barbarian. It didn't work. Oh, next one. My star really rose playing Carl Drogo on Game of Thrones. No. Next one. Not even Aquaman can save Mel Gibson. I'm just going to say Mel Gibson. Is it Mel Gibson? No, no. No? Thank you for trying, sir. Appreciate it. Hello, the X. Hello? 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 We lost him, big J. Jerry. (laughs) Jerry, are you there? Jerry? No, it wasn't Jerry that time around. Jerry got the answer just plain wrong. Uh, But give the uh, clues one more time. I tried to step in to replace Arnold in the reboot of Conan the Barbarian. It didn't work. My star really rose playing Carl Drogo on Game of Thrones. Not even Aquaman can save Mel Gibson. So, I think we've stumped the Treasure Valley. What happened? You don't want tickets to the free X show, you pansies? You don't want to play rock ball? Plus, I'm choking to death. Yeah, are you okay? No, I'm not. I, I mean, was laughing, and then something got I stuck you in my throat. Throw up everywhere. I might have almost. And the women's sessions first round tickets. Hello, the X. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Did you hear Big J's clues? I hope you did. I did. And the answer is? Is it Jason Momoa? 
Yeah, yeah, it is. You're a winner. Good winner. job, man. Congratulations. Thank you for saving thank, the show. Thank God. Did uh, save the why show. Why is Jason Momoa in the news? Well, he's he's admired in controversy now, mm-hmm. Nick, and uh, it, can, it happens to everybody. And listen, Jason Momoa, one of those guys who uh, he's uh, he 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 speaks his mind, and he doesn't really care what some some people think. He's been uh, trying to reduce the amount of uh, one-time use plastics. He's been a champion of that for uh, the use, of course, of bottled waters. He prefer if you use a can, so you can recycle that. Anyways, he posted a picture of himself, Mel Gibson, and Peter Dinklage. Uh, Of course, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. And he said, Icon, Legend Mel, you made my childhood amazing. Mad Max, Martin Riggs, William Wallace, in my opinion, even a greater director. Thank you, sir, for Apocalypto. And yes, anything you need from me, I'm bleeping in, Mel. Good to see you always. Peter, you were always light me up uh, and love you, bro. And uh, And then some of the the complaints coming in about uh, that they're bummed that they see him uh, supporting Mel Gibson, who has uh, obviously has a, a, a very mired past when it comes to uh, several different subjects, including being racist and uh, well, he went crazy. Yeah, anti-Semitic. It feels yeah. like there's probably some female abuse in there. Yeah, somewhere. Uh, so uh, you know, Mel's been trying to make a comeback here in Hollywood, and I uh, haven't uh, seen any reaction from uh, Jason on on some of the posts that uh, people posted on there. But uh, we'll see how that plays out. But you know, he'll, he'll maybe try to be sensitive. But what are you going to do? Yeah, listen. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's a hard line to to draw because you know Mel Gibson was those iconic roles and was in some really good movies, and also appears to be a pretty big scum. And so you have to kind of separate the man from the See, role, I, and it's very strange. I'm a opinion. jerk because I separate people. I'm like, I love Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise isn't the greatest guy maybe in the world, Scientology, all of that stuff, but I don't give a damn about any of that because I enjoy watching Tom Cruise on the screen. Right. Uh, and some people don't like that, and uh, they want everything to be perfect, and I, I just don't think it always comes out that way. But, you know, the thing that's really sad here, Nick, is that a lot of the pictures I've seen have been cropped of just Jason <laughs> and Mel Gibson. Peter couldn't fit in the picture? No, that's not the cropping. That's not nice. Get down there on everybody's level. Let's, say, let's, do, some, let's do some group picks, huh? I don't, oh, man. You don't. What? Yeah. You know, do some group picks. So they're all in the same place. So that You don't have to crop out Peter. That's not nice. So what do you do then? You just... What do you mean? How do you do? How do you take a group picture? You make sure everybody's in the same level. You, you get down, you get up, you do whatever you need to do. So you would you would you get on down on your knees to take a picture with Peter Dinklage? You don't have to get down him? on your knees. You can you can actually lift him up. No, you don't have to lift him up either. <laughs> there are several different options that you can get into so that everybody's on the same playing field. And you know this as well as I do. Okay. As somebody that's a big guy, you can scrouch down, right? Or uh, yeah, get up. Yep, yep. Or I do that all things. the time. You're right. But you shouldn't exclude anybody from those pictures. You're right. It's not okay. Morning after with Nick and Big Jake. We'll wrap up the show here next in the X Rock. <laughs> Die to live, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this very Monday, the ninth day of March. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hopefully you're not dragging ass too much after daylight savings time. Here we are, four hours in, Big J. How are you feeling? Does it still uh, feel like you're behind the eight ball? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's going to take me a whole week to recover. I told you. All right. Well, uh, then buckle in, everybody. It's going to be a long ass week, just in case you're curious. But uh, reminder thank you, man. It ended up being a pretty busy show today, all things considered. Thank you to Brian Posehn for calling into the program and uh, talking about his new album called Grandpa Metal, which is in stores now. You can pick up. It's hilarious. It's great. 
It's got a lot of fun, different things. We got to play a track off of that this morning. Thank you to the commissioner of the Big Sky Conference for coming in and talking about them taking over CenturyLink Arena in downtown Boise at the Grove for this full week of men's and women's basketball action. Make sure you check that out. Even if you're only able to catch one day, make sure you catch it out. Check it out. It's a really cool thing that they're doing and taking over downtown Boise. We'll be out there broadcasting live on Friday, 3 to 5, so you can swing on by and check out some of the stuff. Maybe play a game of horse with me. We did that a couple of times last year on the Grove. It's always fun. Yeah. Undefeated, by the way, I was last year, in case you're curious. So just layups, huh? No, well, no, no layups. That's the beauty of horse, man. You don't have to run or walk. You just have to plant your feet and shoot. And I'm nails when it comes to that. It's the running around that I'm terrible at. Uh, shooting is not a problem. It's the other physical activities that the, where the issues arise. So uh, that's the fun part of going down there and checking out some of the fun. So thank you for all that. And we gave away some tool tickets, which we will continue to do tomorrow. So if you need a reason to tune in, tool might be it for your Tuesday. Uh, reminder, you want to check out GoTeamSaveMoney.com for your next new or used car adventure. That is where the fun is from Team Mazda Subaru. Thank you for their support. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, childhood hero uh, Joey Chestnut, uh, Nick, did something here over the weekend. Uh, of course, champion of the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog uh, you know, uh, food eating, eating competition. He uh, decided to, to take a go at the record for Big Macs, Nick, which was at 30. And how much? How, how, how long? So, uh, it, well, here, I'll get to that here. Uh, I, I think the record was in um, tw- uh, 25 or uh, 25 minutes or t- what? Yeah, uh, it's actually 34 minutes is what the um, the record was at 30 Big Macs in 34 minutes. Okay, uh, so he ordered the uh, by the way uh, the Big Macs via app to have delivered to his home, and uh, it only allowed you to order 15, so he had to do a couple orders. <laughs> but he took down 32 Big Macs in in uh, 25 minutes to beat the record by 10 minutes. So gross, man. I so mean, gross. it's incredible. Just going to town on these boys. I mean, listen, I, I don't know much, but he cannot be a pleasant person to be around after that stuff, right? It, well, I, I don't know what he's got to feel do. miserable. Yeah, yeah. He's got to just, I mean, God, man, why you want to do that to your body? It's fine. I mean, he's gained some fame from it. He's obviously made a living doing it. He's a competitive eater, so he knows what he's doing. Yep. But it's just none of, none of that, none of that sounds enjoyable. He did this on his uh, YouTube channel, so I'm sure that has a lot to do with it, trying to make some of the, the monies there that way. It's already got uh, half a million views. Mm-hmm. So Congratulations, I guess. Uh, did he dip it in water like he does with the hot dogs? No, but he's drinking water like there's nobody's business right afterwards. I mean, he's he's legit eating each one of these Big Macs <laughs> in stride. Good for him. Good for him. I hope you're feeling all right, Joey. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by Taco Time. Taco Time is now hiring, and it's not your average career. You can learn more and apply online at tacotime.com. Jason Drew's up next. We shall see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rock.